0: What's up everybody? Welcome back to the Flip Hacking Live podcast. This is Bill Allen. And if you haven't gotten your tickets to Flip Hacking Live yet, you have to go to fliphackinglive.com right now. Grab your ticket because the price goes up next week. Don't wait. Don't wait till the prices go up. You know that you're going to go. You know you're going to attend. Get your tickets, fliphackinglive.com. All right. Today's podcast is all about marketing. What's working? what's not working and what's going to be working going forward. And what are we doing at Flip Hacking Live this year that's going to help you with your marketing over the next six months or 12 months and how you can prepare for the opportunity that's coming. The big question is this, how do you start or grow a real estate investing business that will give you the income and financial freedom you desire without losing a ton of money or wasting years of your life trying to figure it out all by yourself? That is the question and this podcast is the answer. I'm your host, Bill Allen, and together we are going behind closed doors so you can hack the country's top experts and learn the secret tips, tricks, and strategies that actually work in today's market. Welcome to the Flip Hacking Live podcast. Hey, what's going on everybody? Today we are gonna talk about everybody's favorite subject, marketing for deals. So marketing for off-market real estate deals. And this is like the, the big question, right? How do I get more leads? How do I get more deals? How do I find better leads, like deeper discounts? How do I buy better? How do I get in front of the right people? And the biggest thing that I've noticed over time, and I've been direct marketing to sellers for the last five or six years is it's it changes a lot, right? It's always variable. The cheese is always moving. So what I want to do today is I want to talk about what's working for us right now and where I think that we're going potentially and some of the changes that we've made recently with the coronavirus in the last three or four months and what I've seen and noticed uh, inside the mastermind group with all the other people that are spending, you know, tens and even hundreds of thousands of dollars in marketing per month, per year. So we are going to do over $3 million in gross profit this year um, through our deals. So, And we do a ton of different marketing channels. And what I did before this presentation was I really dug in to see where our deals are coming from right now. Not like six months ago, not a year ago. Right now, currently in uh, September of 2020. So uh, what I found was it's not as specific as it was years ago, if not even six and nine months ago. I couldn't say that we found you know, 60% of our deals through direct mail or 50% of our deals from online advertising. And what that made me do was it made me dig a little bit deeper to figure out what's going on. So, if you're watching this video or listening to this podcast or wherever you're seeing this, there are some different areas. Like you're in some bucket. You are either somebody who doesn't have a lot of money that is just getting started and you're trying to find that one marketing channel for you or you're doing multiple different marketing channels to figure out what's the best for you to do and where to go and get ahead of the game. So for us, for me, my direct mail source has been my bread and butter ever since I started. I was able to find deals that gave me seven to to one returns up to 15 to one returns as I got started five, six years ago. That doesn't help us today, right? But what it does allow me to do is use the past data to look at future performance and where I think we're going. So what I found with direct mail is recently what we've done is we have moved from mailing to absentee owners and owner occupants because of the coronavirus. Owner occupants don't seem to be as interested in selling today. They still want to sell, but they don't want to sell now. So what we did was we put a lot of our efforts into the absentee mailers and really focused on the folks who have tenants that aren't paying rent right now, potentially. So, and there's a moratorium on evictions and all these things that are getting more and more frustrated. So try to, when you're marketing, try to put yourself in your avatar's shoes. So what does your avatar look like? Uh, For us, the absentee owned avatar is typically uh, potentially somebody who inherited a house, somebody who um, had some sort, something happened, some um, event that happened that they were given the house, right? They don't live there and they don't know what to do with it. Or it's typically a landlord that is either tired landlord, is uh, done with the property, is getting fed up. There's some, has to be some event that happened, right? Even in that landlord's life to say, I'm ready to sell this property. It's just not what I want to do. So, try to figure out what they are, where they're at, and meet them where they are at this time. And you, as far as direct mail goes, I just want to get in front of them as often as possible. So, we've moved from owner-occupied to absentee-owned homes. That's one of the transitions that we made. The second is a little bit about messaging. I don't think the messaging is like super important, like a lot of people might teach or, or talk about. I think you need a call to action. Not a lot of words, not a lot of comments, not a lot of things on the card, right? And I like postcards because I can get in front of two to three times as many people with the same amount of money and they're actually going to see the message. They have to see it to throw it away or put it in the recycling bin. So that's my thoughts on postcards versus letters. The letter, they actually have to open it to get upset with me, to see that it's me that's sending it to them. So the messaging on there, I want some sort of call to action, some sort of urgent notice, something that brings their attention there, and a big phone number that or or an email or an email address or a website, like whatever your call to action is, however, you want them to come back to you. I want to talk to them on the phone. I want my people to talk to them on the phone. So I want them to call me. Um, I do think what's interesting recently as I was looking at our data for marketing, what I found is we want multiple approaches for these sellers to research us and get a hold of us. So before, I, would, I was actually highly against putting our website on our postcard because I didn't want them going to our website. I wanted them to talk to us on the phone. I didn't want them to do a whole bunch of research, have to input something, go find somebody else, Google us, find a competitor, things like that. I really just wanted them to call us. Well. They're going to Google your company name. They're going to Google your address. If they want to do the research, they're going to do it. So about two years ago, I broke down and said, fine, let's put our website on there. So now what I'm finding is it's a multi-pronged approach that's happening. So even if you don't have a lot of money to do pay-per-click ads or Google ads, uh, Facebook ads, any of those kind of things, you can still put your organic website on there and grab leads that way. So what I'm finding is we're getting more organic traffic from our website, which is likely driven by our direct mail or some other form of marketing that we're doing. And not just SEO, like a lot of people think is they're actually coming from a postcard or somewhere else. So when it comes to marketing, as I look at our deal tracker and I look and see what's come across, we have a pretty good mix of deals. Now we have pay-per-click marketing from Google, We have our organic website, which is just somebody putting a lead in or or calling us on our website phone number. We have direct mail, we have networking and referrals. So we have actual referrals from previous clients, uh, real estate agents, other wholesalers in the area that can't move a property potentially and and built this kind of networking opportunity that's there that doesn't cost us any money and um, also follow up. So we are also doing some, um, before I move on to this, what I want to talk about is I want to talk about this ecosystem that you're creating. So when you're in marketing, you really are creating this, like what does your footprint look like in all of these places? So I've, I've coached some people before who said, my direct mail is not working. My pay-per-click is going through the roof. I'm doing amazing at pay-per-click. So they stopped doing direct mail. And what they found was that their pay-per-click sites weren't doing as well as they were doing before. Well, the reason for that is because, when they were sending direct mail, those people were Googling them and finding their pay-per-click site and clicking on it and putting in their information. So when they stopped driving traffic to that pay-per-click site from their mail, their leads on their pay-per-click went down and they couldn't figure out why that was. It was because we are in an ecosystem. We are building our footprint and driving traffic from multiple different areas. Now, if you're brand new to real estate investing and you're brand new to marketing, direct to seller marketing, I'm not telling you to go do pay-per-click, go do Facebook, do uh, uh, direct mail, text message, cold call, do all of these things and just do a little bit of it. I do think that you need to go all in on your marketing channel, but figure out where else will they find you? What else are they gonna see? Build out your footprint. So even if that's just an organic website that you create, that somebody can go find you there, and what are they going to look up? Maybe it's a Facebook page also that doesn't take a lot of money to invest in. It takes a little bit of time to start building it out. You know, what do you put on there? Some pictures, some information about you, some credibility items. And figure out what your footprint is going to look like and then start building it out. If you're more advanced and you're doing a lot of deals and you have multiple marketing channels, is think about how, how all of that drives your footprint. All of that, all the things that you're doing are driving to each other. So to take it one step further, what I found, the reason why all of this came up as I was doing my research on our marketing is because we're also doing text messaging, we're sending some voicemails, we're cold calling people, and we're doing all of these things and we're figuring out how it all plays into its, each other. How they can you can use all of these different channels to kind of manipulate and maneuver that, that person where you want them to go and how you want them to reach out to, to how you want them to to receive your message, your call to action, right? So for us, for me, I don't like to talk on the phone. If you called me or sent me a ringless voicemail, I'm not gonna call you back. But if you text me, I'm probably going to respond. There might be somebody else who's a little bit older who doesn't wanna send a text message, might not even know how, or be interested in that, but will answer their phone or call you back on a ringless voicemail. So you've really gotta test and adjust and and make, Like work this ecosystem, like really figure out what you're doing. Sit down and think about it and build out a a marketing plan to go forward and how you're gonna do it. So what I wrote down is some of the lessons that I've learned over the past few months, uh, researching this and figuring out where we're going and what's working right now is to be in more than one place. So don't put all your eggs in one basket, kind of drive people uh, into different areas and have a footprint, like really know what your footprint looks like And figure out like, how are you intentionally doing that going forward? These sellers are looking for you. They're asking questions. They're trying to figure out what's happening and what's what's working and what's not working, right? How they want to be talked to. And then if you don't have a lot of money, figure out what are you going to do? And for me, my recommendation is you just grab a couple of zip codes that are producing at the highest volume. And you figure out how to dive really deep into those areas and do a deal or two and then start building out from there. If you're experienced and you have a lot of money, then if you're doing mail, you've got to also be doing pay per click and some online marketing and advertising. About, we're a, somewhere around like the majority of our deals come from those two channels. And it's likely that our mail is driving the online, um, online ads and clicks and things like that. It's just a way to push people over to us to figure out uh, who we are and where to look. And so you've, you've really got to think about that what are you doing in that space? And, and how are you, if you're not doing pay-per-click ads and you're spending a ton of money on uh, Google, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, on um, direct mail, what you're probably, what's probably happening is they might be finding your card, Googling something, and then going to a competitor site. You're probably actually fueling a lot of our deals and a lot of our leads, uh, especially really motivated leads, right? The, I love the online leads. We don't get a ton of them, but they definitely come more motivated. They're looking for you, right? You're not looking for them. So with all of this said, marketing is a, is, it's a constantly evolving and adjusting thing. You're gonna have to test things and you have to track really closely. We talk a lot about KPIs um, at 7 Figure Flipping. We t- talk a lot about uh, tracking your numbers, knowing your numbers, and the reason for it is to determine how things are working. But what you also have to realize is that a lot of these things are fed by something else. Like if, if they are Googling you, and they're, it's a PPC lead, it's a pay-per-click lead, and you do that deal, you've got to sit at the table with that seller. The biggest tip that I can give you is sit at the table with that seller and ask them how they found out about you. What was the keyword? You can look in your Google Analytics to find out the keyword that they search. Did they search your company name already? Or did they search buy my house fast in your city? Like those are two different searches. If somebody Googled your company name, they found out about you somewhere else. And so when you talk to them, and I've sat down at that same exact table and asked the seller, how'd you find out about us? And they said, I got a postcard from you. And it was a Google lead in our system. And if I didn't do that, I would have had no idea and I would have thought it was a pay-per-click lead. You've really got to dig all the way down to the true source of these to figure out your marketing. So why am I talking in such kind of generalities and and marketing and things like that is everything is changing right now. There's lots of different channels, things are changing, things are adjusting. There's gonna be a new opportunity coming in the next few months, the next six months, 12 months, you know, year and a half, who knows? Like it's coming, it is going to become a buyer's market, not a seller's market again, right? We're already seeing that. It's moving, right now there's hardly any inventory as I give this, this presentation. There's like no inventory, prices are up higher than ever and if you have a deal and you're flipping a house right now you can sell it for top dollar. It's just the way it is. It's not gonna be like that for a very long time going forward. So what are we doing inside my company right now and what should you be doing inside your company? You should be trying to figure out where we're going. And how do you do that? Like, how do we figure out where we're going? As a visionary of companies and, and the top entrepreneurs, they start looking at the future. They're not looking at the, the present and the past to dictate. They're looking at the future. Where are we going? And to do that, what I do is I surround myself with other people who were coming up with ideas and were thinking about, uh, okay, if this happens, then what's going to happen? If this happens, then what's going to happen? If uh, there's a ton of foreclosures and they just flood the market and it becomes easy to find deals and it, it becomes a buyer's market, right? And now we can just pick what are we going to, we're wholesalers that market directly to sellers. What are we going to do? What's the plan? Like, how are we going to figure that out? If nobody, if the prices start going down because of that, because the market's flooded with foreclosures, what are we going to do as the wholesaler, right? If the market's flooded and anybody can find deals, the prices go down. Now the flippers aren't buying from us as much as they were before. They're going to buy from, uh, REOs, banks, uh, brokers, things like that, maybe a little bit from us, but we can't dictate the price. We can't, uh, you know, make bidding wars and all this stuff and sell them as uh, like we can right now. So, how do we figure that out? So, what I did was I asked my good friend, Ryan Smith, and I just had him on the podcast with me on the 7 Figure Flipping Podcast, and I asked him to come to Flip Hacking Live and talk about What he thinks, this guy runs a marketing company called LeadSmith, he does marketing for hundreds of real estate investors all over the country, me included, really good friend of mine. And I asked him what he thinks the top marketing channels going forward are. Like what does he think, if he could project six months, 12 months out, what is the top marketing channel gonna be? Because all we do is we sit around and we talk about what's worked the last six months or the last year or the last two years. And we spend so much time trying to figure out what other people are doing to get deals, What we're not doing as real estate investors is trying to figure out like, how can we train ourselves now for how we probably are gonna get deals three to six months from now? And if we can start doing that, like the big epiphany that I want you guys from watching this video or listening to this podcast is what do you need to do right now to get prepared for three, six, 12 months from now? Like stop worrying about what everybody else was doing and start worrying about what you need to be doing and how you can train yourself, how you can learn that thing or find the person who already knows how to do that thing and plug into them and start predicting what's gonna happen so we could try these new marketing channels. And when the cheese moves, we're like there ready to pounce on it, right? And we're not, because what I find what, what always happens is we talk about six months, one year ago, two years ago, and we're constantly catching up. And a lot of times we're too late. We're too late to the party. The money's already gone. The money's already been collected by everybody. And this is how business works in general, right? You can't be too late. So I asked Ryan Smith to come to Flip Hacking Live, which is our our event in October, obviously. It's virtual. Anybody can attend. You need to get your tickets. If you haven't got your tickets, go to fliphackinglive.com and grab your tickets. But I asked Ryan to come and talk to us about what he thinks is going to be coming up. Like what are the top channels that he believes are coming up and how, like how to learn those things. Like, what do you need to know about those and start building the foundation now? So uh, I have some ideas and I know that him and I talked uh, offline a little bit about it, but I'm going to save this for October. Like his presentation is probably going to be one of the ones he presented last year on niche marketing and he gave away the farm. Everything that was niche, all the little tips and tricks that he does to find huge deals for us. Uh, Every, We just did two deals with him. One of them was a $45,000 fee. The other one is almost $50,000 fee. This guy finds really, really good deals in our area. And these are deals that we weren't even marketing to. And we have a huge direct mail list. We market online. We did not find these these at all. They weren't on our list. They didn't show up in our database. They were driven from his marketing. Really niche down stuff. So I know that this presentation is going to be massive for everyone that attends Flip Hacking Live. So make sure that you get your ticket. Like this is a quick down and dirty with marketing. I think what you need to do is you need to figure out where we're going, not where we've been or where we are right now, is figure out where we're going and figure out how to get there first. The people that were the first ones to start text messaging, we're seeing a ton of deals and then it becomes hard, right? more people jump in, more people join into the movement. And then next thing you know, it becomes mainstream and you got to go somewhere else. Like when I was doing direct mail five years ago, I just went bigger than anybody else in my city. And I was making $7 for every dollar, $15 for every dollar on some channels. And I was cleaning up, right? And now those margins are starting to go down, 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 down. We still do direct mail. We still make money from it, but the margins are way tighter than they've ever been. And I'll be the first one to admit that they are. And so we have to figure out more creative ways. So now we're combining direct mail with text messaging, with uh, voicemails, with grabbing the phone number, skip straight, like hitting them in three or four different areas where we can put in a little bit cheaper methods to get in front of them. And then also add on pay-per-click and Facebook and some of these different things that we're doing to produce the same amount of deal volume that we were doing last year, the year before that, the year before that. So it's not like we're doing 10 times the deals. We're just trying to figure out how to do the same number of deals and squeeze more money out of each one. So we're having to get more creative. And I know every all of you out there are looking for the next, like what's the next marketing thing? Don't be late. Show up to this event. I gave Ryan Smith the massive challenge in about 30 minutes at, at this event, Flip Hacking Live, to share with you the things that he thinks and he knows like where we're going. And I'll tell you, there's not somebody better out there that could pre- uh, prepare us for this than him. Uh, he is in the in the trenches. He runs data and numbers for lots of different real estate investors at a very high level. So I'm pumped up, up about this. I'm really excited. Don't wait, get your ticket right now. Go to fliphackinglive.com and I'll see you guys at the event. And um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. I think that there's a new opportunity coming. There's a wave of, of something coming. We are definitely moving towards a buyer's market. And um, we got to be smart. We got to be smart about our marketing. And marketing is the thing. There's going to be a couple presentations that we give on marketing, where to find deals, and then how to maximize those deals with the sales process and the negotiation and all those things. So I'll see you guys at Flip Hacking Live this year. And I hope you enjoyed uh, this uh, podcast, this video, wherever you're consuming this content. And uh, hopefully, subscribe, like it, leave us a comment, rating, review. If you really enjoyed it, take a screenshot, share it on your social media at Bill Allen REI. And I will see you guys on the next one. Bye. Hey, it's Bill again, and I want to personally invite you to our biggest event of the year, Flip Hacking Live. If you could copy the exact deal sources, marketing strategies, negotiation tactics, and business systems of the most successful house slippers and wholesalers in the nation, how would that change your business? Flip Hacking Live is a three-day event that we do just once per year, and it's happening October 15th through the 17th. We bring in the nation's top wholesalers and house slippers to walk you through everything they're doing, how they're marketing directly to sellers, how they're picking up discounted off-market properties, how they're doubling their close ratio with the right negotiation tactics, how they're raising millions of dollars in private money, the things they're doing that other investors aren't doing, all of it. These are the guys and gals who are actively doing deals at a high volume in today's market all across the country you get their full attention for three days they have agreed to hold nothing back and you'll be right there with them so you can ask questions and get clarification on anything that you need this is your chance to hack the nation's top flippers and wholesalers and ethically steal their exact strategies and systems all you have to do is take notes ask questions and apply what you learn but first you need to get a ticket We've sold out every year and ticket prices go up every few months. So go to fliphackinglive.com right now and get your tickets today. Fliphackinglive.com, October 15th through the 17th. This is an event that you cannot afford to miss.